Dr. Hattier? Here. Mr. Douglas Hudson? Here. Mr. James Hudson? Here. Mr. Layfield? Mr. Peden? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here. This is the regular board meeting for the month of January, and we do have a quorum. Need a motion to approve the agenda for this evening? So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Would everyone please rise for the presentation of colors? Be seated. Next item on the agenda is uh, Indian River Student Government. by and our students are doing fantastic. Midterms took place from Monday through Thursday of last week, which has led to the end of a second successful marking period. Winter sports are off to a good start. Girls basketball, eight to five, boys basketball, seven to four, wrestling and boys swimming, eight to one, and girls swimming, four to five. Congratulations to the 16 members from our band who had been selected for the high school honors band. We also want to congratulate all who auditioned. The Indian River High School Women's Choir and Mr. O'Boyle's Visual Arts were on display at the Performing Arts Celebration of the State of Delaware of Governor Carney and Lieutenant Governor Ho Long, who is an Indian River High School alumni. Nominations for Teacher of the Year are currently being accepted. Deadlines for the nomination is February 3rd. Our new mock trial team is preparing for their first competition. BPA, FFA, HOSA, and TSA are all preparing for their state competitions as well. The student council did an amazing job making four families happy these holidays by collecting a bunch of needed and requested supplies for them. A lot of our student body are participating in the Night to Shine event done by the Tim Tebow Foundation. The, the Night to Shine is an unforgettable prom night experience centered on God's love for people with special needs. It's so good to see our students participating in such a great act to draw a smile on the faces of challenged individuals. Some events to look for for next month will be the Drama Club performance of Romeo and Juliet on February 3rd and 4th at 7 p.m. That would be the first drama, drama performance done by the Indian River High School Drama Club. Also happening in our auditorium, the Multicultural Festival and Concert that will take place on February 22nd at 6.30 p.m. We would like to invite all board members to attend these great opportunities. It was my honor to present to you all the good news and updates coming from our school. Thank you very much for listening to me tonight. Thank you. We need a motion to approve the special meeting minutes of December 14th, the regular meeting minutes of December the 19th, and the executive session minutes of December the 19th. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? 
All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Special recognition, Mr. Steele. Uh, Mr. Barlow, would you please join me at the podium? Good evening. Um, tonight we have uh, some very special awards that need to be presented to some of our students and some of our staff. We'd like to begin with uh, students from Sebeville Middle School who we would like to recognize this evening for earning honors in All-State uh, Junior Choir. Uh, I'd like Abby Wilson and Tyler Cochran to please come forward. Next, we have, uh, I'm going to ask Seville Volunteer Fire Department uh, Chief Matt Sliwa to please come forward. Chief Sliwa will be presenting above and beyond rewards to two students uh, from Southern Delaware School of the Arts and from East Millsboro. And I am going to, uh, before we start, uh, present, have Mr. Barley please present this award uh, to the Chief. As you can see, I've been joined on stage by Mark Rogers, Deputy Chief of Georgetown Fire Department, and Hunter Holland, who is the Vice President of Frankfurt and is representing the Sussex County Firefighters Association uh, Fire Prevention Committee tonight. I uh, want to thank everyone for coming tonight, and uh, I have a prepared statement that uh, I'd like to read for you. Those that have served as fire chief will agree with me when I say the job is one of the greatest you could have, but also filled with headaches. Every year in the first week of October, we get to do something that's fun, rewarding, and vastly important. Firefighters across our state and nation get welcomed into our schools to teach fire prevention. The kids love the fire truck rides and learn how to deal with emergency situations. The Indian River, fire, uh, the, I'm sorry, the Indian River School District has been a fantastic partner in making sure the kids have this important information. The information we provide to these kids, while vital and is possibly life-saving, we hope it's never needed to be used. On January 6, 2017, at 2335 hours, the Sussex County Emergency Operations Center was alerted to a working structure fire in a home in Georgetown. The reporting person was a little girl by the name of Lucy. Lucy was visiting her friend Carmen that Friday night. A space heater caught fire in the room next to where Carmen and Lucy were sleeping. The smoke alarm went off, woke Lucy and Carmen. When they looked in the room, they found the heavy fire, so they decided to go past that room to wake the adults that were home with them. They, meant, they then made sure everyone got out of the house safe to the meeting spot in the front yard and called 911 to alert the fire department. These are the exact same lessons we teach every October. Georgetown and several other fire, uh, surrounding fire departments responded to the fire and 38 minutes later put the fire under control and worked on overhaul and cleanup for an additional hour and 18 minutes. This was a significant, dangerous fire and, and um, presented extreme life threats. In conversation with the adults in the home, the fire service was told the smoke detector was working, but it was so faint that without Lucy and Carmen waking them up, they would have never heard it. The following week, Lucy's mom called Southern Delaware School of the Arts to let her know just how important fire prevention is for our children and thanked the school for providing these important lessons. Carmen, a fourth grader at East Millsboro Elementary, and Lucy, a third grader at Southern Delaware School of the Arts, realized this danger, remembered their training from fire prevention, and executed their life-saving plan perfectly. Because of their quick actions and life-saving actions, the Selbyville Volunteer Com Fire Company would like to hereby recognize Luciana Bella Martin Rodriguez and Carmen Jacobino as honorary junior members and present these firefighters' badges to them for their heroic actions to save their and their families' lives. 
on January 6, 2017. We'd also like to provide a recognition to Heather Bethram, principal at Southern Delaware School of the Arts, for her partnership with the Selbyville Volunteer Fire Company with fire prevention and her active efforts to keep our children safe. If you three could please join us on stage, we have some certificates and firefighters badges for the girls. Okay, next we are going to present some elementary STEM educators awards. The STEM awards recognize teachers of teams of teachers at the elementary, middle, and high school levels who demonstrate STEM uh, innovation and excellence through teaching, academic collaboration, and student engagement. I would like to ask Richard Messick, Nicole Morey uh, to both, co both come forward from Georgetown Elementary. Um, these two uh, had finished in first place in the elementary school category uh, this past winner. Thank you. And in the same competition, I'd like Cindy Isaacs and Dawn Keenan uh, to come forward for the Gifted and Talented uh, program, which took second place. Next item on the agenda is for public comments. 15 minutes at the beginning and the end of each regularly scheduled board member, each scheduled board meeting is allowed for people in the audience who wishes to make a public comment. 
Each person is allowed uh, three minutes apiece, and we have uh, five for this evening. I hope I'm pronouncing these right. Kim Norek. Hello, board members. Uh, you did pronounce my name right. Okay, thank you. Uh, just like to open the board uh, meeting with a word of prayer and uh, understand third time's a charm here. So uh, we finally got the board meeting off the ground this, this month. Okay, please join me in prayer. Dearest Father God, dearest Lord Jesus, dearest God, the Holy Spirit, sovereign God, thank you, God, for this good day, this blessed day. God, help us to rejoice in this day, God. Please bless the board members here and all attendees, God. Special blessing for those who have received certificates and awards. Bless the little girls for their courage. And uh, God, we just want to ask for wisdom and guidance for all the board members and their families. Uh, help them to uh, be wise in their choices for the school board. Also, sprinkle in some common sense, God. We all need that. Also, please, God, I pray for uh, all our elected officials. Uh, special prayer for Sam Wilson. May he recover fully. And uh, pray for his wife, Helen. Pray for our state legislators and uh, uh, all the federal congressmen and senators. Uh, pray for the cabinet. Pray for uh, Vice President Pence and, and President Trump. God, thank you for this country. God, thank you for the freedoms that we have. And again, bless all attendees here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you. William Shane. Thank the board uh, for doing this job. Uh, being on three boards, I know what you guys go through, <laughs> and I know it's not an easy position. Uh, what brings me here tonight is the, um, the coaching positions at the high school level and middle school level. I feel that uh, a parent does not need to be the coach at that level. It opens speculation of not giving everyone a fair opportunity to participate for that uh, spot or position. Um, we all want the best for our kids. We all want them to excel and, and, and do the best uh, that they can. Um, they don't need the added pressure of having to compete against the coach's son. And I just feel that uh, that that's, can't happen at this level. This is a paid position. and you need to take that out of the equation for the kids. Uh, the state is a, um, and, and all employers, equal opportunity, and the children need that same equal opportunity uh, to compete against each other. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Robert Maloney. Presuming this is the end of the meeting, am I not correct? No beginning. Oh, this is the beginning and you have public comment? Uh, yes. And at the end also? Yes. I reserve the right for the end of the meeting then, please. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hillary Mitchell. to post two quandaries to the board. One, I'd like to know how you can justify claiming a, the former CFO on paid leave for misappropriation of funds and yet place two teachers on unpaid leave, having not committed any egregious crimes. Also, how can this board have the audacity to ask the citizens to vote for a referendum giving the district more money while allowing this former CFO to retire and receive a pension of $92,000 a year? Dana Lathbury. Good evening, board members. Um, coming at this with a little bit of a cold heart, 
I'm a 1993 alumni graduate from the Unilever High School. You know, I th it, it bothers me to see that on your website, you state the fact of about a bullying policy that you put in place of this district. But we have a board member who sticks up for children that have special needs. I was one of those children. I have a child that goes to John M. Clayton that has special needs. And how dare this, this board member feel that she's bullied by questions that she asked when she's protecting the children that sometimes are like myself that was left behind. I'll give you a statement that was given to my parents when I was in elementary school. If you don't put your child in education, in a special education, this is the only diploma you'll ever see. And it was a kindergarten diploma. Well, I stand before you today as a government employee of 20 years. My next question to that is, you asked for money for a referendum? Have you ever looked at the money that you try to collect from the government? You missed $15 per Sussex County person that does not pay on a capitation tax. But you're asking us that have property to gain, to, to, to make us pay more but you allow people that don't even pay taxes to begin with to vote. But you're asking us voters, and don't get me wrong, I am all about a better education for our children because I have one sitting in this audience. But what I'm dead against is I don't see any higher ups on getting rid of a job. You asked our teachers to have accountability, they accountability every day. They fill out IEPs that they have to do at home that take two and three hours that they can't do on their own time, at school time. You have teachers that call parents at nights, take their time to tell us that how our children are doing. You have cafeteria workers that stand there every day and feed our children so they can thrive when they go back to class. You have custodians that clean our buildings so our, our kids have a safe environment. Where was the accountability when this gentleman took as much money as he did from this district and we let him go? We let him walk hands-free, but you want to throw it back on the taxpayers. You want to throw it back on our teachers. You want to throw it back on our cafeteria workers. You want to throw it back on the security guards. How about this district stand up and take them some accountability for their own actions? Next item on the agenda is uh, new business, school choice applications. Mr. Lewis. Good evening, Mr. Barley. Board members, tonight we are bringing a total of 11 school choice applications to be approved, uh, with all 11 being accepted by the uh, voting principals. Does anyone have any questions? We would need a motion. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Uh, opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. I do have a question, Pat. When is the, what is the cutoff, someone asked me, what is the cutoff date for applying for the 17-18 school year? Mr. Lewis, did you hear the question? Sorry. What is, I had a, a parent ask me, what is the deadline for the 17-18 school choice year? Uh, January is the second Wednesday in January. So when does that come up for decision? We start bringing the 17-18 um, school choice applications next month okay. at the end of February with the exception of the kindergarten and we will bring the kindergarten applications in the month of May. Thanks. Right. Okay, thank you. Under old business, we need a motion to table 5.01 and 5.02 to executive session. So moved. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Committee reports, athletic fields, oversight, and buildings. Uh, Mr. Doug Hudson. Hi. Um, our committee did not meet last month. However, there were two items to highlight. Uh, we're happy to report that our insurance claim was approved at Sussex Central High School for the failure of the chiller. Uh, this comes with a $10,000 deductible, but it will also save the district about $34,000. Uh, the work has been quoted and will begin weather dependent. Uh, we also have two companies that have offered proposals for our energy service company to perform an investment grade audit if the district chooses to take part in the uh, 
Delaware Sustainable Energy Unit, uh, bond program for the energy savings contract. Uh, it's our hope to have the evaluation done and presenting at the February 13th building and grounds meeting. That's all I have. Are there any questions? Thank you. Comprehensive School Safety and Mr. Layfield is in here this evening. Uh, curriculum, Mr. James Hudson? There was no meeting in January. Okay, thank you. The, the finance will be discussed when we get the financial reports. Mary Bailey Scholarship, Mr. Fritz? Nothing to report. Thank you. Special Education Task Force, Dr. Statler? Thank you. Uh, planning is underway to celebrate Special Education Week in our district from February 27th through March the 3rd. This is the first time that we will be celebrating this in our district, so we are very excited. Highlights for that week will include recognition of special education ambassadors um, at, next, at the next board meeting on February 27th. Um, the Spread the Word to End the Word celebrations on March the, the 1st. Informational displays in all of our buildings on parent-teacher conference nights and daily bulletins and announcements related to the success of people with disabilities in our society. There were no parent focus group sessions held during the month of December, um, but work has continued in preparation for the remaining parent focus group sessions. Our next session is February the 8th at Georgetown Middle School at 6 p.m. And our final session will be on March the 22nd at Millsboro Middle School at 6 p.m. A draft survey pertaining to special education has been developed. Um, questions will focus on the following areas. Knowledge of special education services provided by our district. Understanding of the IEP process, goals, and services. Training of our staff. Diversity and media sources and other sources of information relating um, to special education services. It is anticipated that this survey will be released late in February. Um, and just to go back, our special education ambassadors, we think are a really unique way that the district is going to be honoring staff members in our buildings who embrace and promote a culture of support and success for students with disabilities. The task force group has identified um, these folks as those who really carry a positive message of inclusiveness and serve as a role model to their colleagues in the community. Ambassadors clearly support a mission to allow students identified with disabilities to become emotionally, socially, and academic, academically successful learners in our society ready to fulfill their lifelong goals. Again, we're very excited about this opportunity to honor those who support our students day in and day out. And I certainly would like to thank Dr. Owens and his staff for all of their hard work these past few weeks and really months in preparation for this um, celebration at the end of February. So thank you. Any questions? Thank you. Policy, Mr. Collins. Uh, we did not meet this month. However, we do have one issue that needs to be uh, taken care of. Uh, in December, we approved the use of online donations account. Uh, we passed it as policy KH. It needs to be renumbered to policy KH.1. Uh, we already have policy KH, which uh, deals with gifts from the public. So I'd make a motion to approve um, use of online donation accounts as policy KH.1. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. IRAA rep. Right, good evening. A um, couple of things. I just want to make sure that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the district, especially uh, around the referendum. But I do want to reinforce that the IREA does support the referendum. Um, the teachers um, and the students, the paras, the secretaries, custodians, ultimately, we are the people that are going to be affected the most. Um, and I realize that the taxpayers are being asked to um, put forth the money for this. And I am trusting that the more oversight is being put in place and uh, putting the trust in the in the board uh, so that moving forward this whatever happened won't happen again and I'm hoping the public um, can come to those terms also because ultimately the students 
and the teachers and the employees are the ones that are going to be ultimately affected. So the teachers union is definitely supporting the uh, referendum. Um, on another note, we also, every year, we give scholarships away to um, our district students that are planning on going into education. So uh, we, we've previously been giving away over $1,000 in scholarships every year. We're trying to up the ante on those scholarships. Um, so we're starting to have a fundraiser, and I invite the entire board to our fundraiser. I invite um, the audience to the fundraiser, all the principals, the public, everybody to come and support our students in this way. We're having it at the uh, Millsboro Fire Hall on St. Patrick's Day from 4 to 8. And this, is, this goes directly to support all of our students. If you guys can't make it, we're definitely taking donations and the money goes to the students. So directly to them. So we'll hopefully um, you guys can be there. If you need to get tickets, you can get them from any IREA rep in any building. You can get them from up here from um, Sharon Fagan. You can get them from Sussex Central High School, from Robin Alexander, or you can contact myself. And that goes for anybody in the public also. <coughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. Superintendent's report, Mr. Steele. Being as though I've been on the job for four days, I don't have a lot of activities to list, but I did attach to the board docs the list that Dr. Bunning um, had, had left for last Monday night's board meeting. Uh, moving on at 7.02, we do have a district calendar change. Uh, the North Georgetown Elementary Winter Ball was scheduled on February the 16th, has been canceled. Finally, the last thing I would like to say, um, I had the opportunity last Wednesday to attend uh, Leg Hall and see Dr. Bunning's confirmation hearing and uh, see her swearing in as the Secretary of Education. Believe it or not, this is the first time that I've ever had the opportunity to go to Lego Hall and see any type of session in play. I think that will be a, a benefit uh, to the state. I think it'll be a big benefit to the district, uh, having Dr. Bunning as Secretary of Education. That's all, Mr. Brown. All right, thank you. We need a motion to approve the uh, calendar change. So, so moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Financial reports, Mrs. Steele. We need a motion to pay the regular invoices for the month of December 2016. So moved. Is there a second? Need a second. 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 Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Mrs. Steele? Hi. Good evening. Um, you have the financial reports um, with your board docs. I want to point out a few um, highlights. Um, in the part one financial summaries, there's a report for all revenue that includes state and federal revenue as well as local. Um, as of now, we've received about 79% of what we anticipate. Um, the month of January, we received the balance of the state funds. So you will see that on the January financial statement. Um, the total expenditures for the year, we stand at 45% um, um, spent of our budget. It, we're 50% through the year. Um, so we are right on track for that. Um, the discretionary expenses, which are the expenses that we use discretionary funds for. Some are state funds, some are local funds. Um, but our discretionary funds, which are our school budgets, um, again, we're 50% through the year. And we're at 52.55% of budget expended. So we're pretty much on budget there. Um, Ennis, Howard T. Ennis is in the same situation there at 50.04%. Um, so I feel good about being on budget um, according to how it was budgeted last summer. Um, the taxes, right now we've received 97.5%. Um, percent of the taxes we anticipate receiving this year. It begins to dwindle as we get to the spring months. Um, we certainly get most of our tax income in the fall. And our collections are about 2% ahead of last year's collections. In part two, the financial summaries. 
Our year-to-date interest income is um, almost 99000 um, That takes us through um, the first six months. Um, in the um, individual, I'm looking at my cost center reports, individual cost center reports, the Board of Education report, um, I believe that um, we will have a significant amount of that budget left over um, due to the decrease in board expenses this year. Um, the Ingram Pond, there's been no change. We still have the funds that we received from um, cutting and that's um, $57,000. The ILC budgets, again, are at 53.39% of their expenses um, through 50% of the year. Um, our federal funds, the balance is $6,331,178. Those funds carry over past the end of this school year. So those funds will be used both this year and next fiscal year. And um, attached are the donation records, the internal account records, and the child nutrition records. Um, in part three, we have our contingency budgets. <coughs> um, the balance available right now is $553,632. Part of that represents um, the textbook expense we had this year that we were able to pay part of that out of the federal grant. And the balance is our funds that we have obligated for construction that we have not spent as of this date. Um, most of it is in purchase orders, so they are um, encumbered funds. Um, and then the athletic field reports are there. Um, all three middle schools um, have not spent much money on their fields this year, and both of the high schools have spent about half of their funds um, on their fields. Um, major capital improvements. Um, right now, with what we have encumbered in purchase orders, as well as balance in accounts um, from our state funds, we have about 384000 um, dollars remaining to be paid out to finalize our um, previous projects. Um, there were no actual payments in the month of December um, from the financial office. They were paid in January. I believe you probably have payments on your list from um, Mr. Booth, but the payments were actually paid in January. And there were two change orders processed. And then minor capital improvements. Um, we have a balance of $1,752,000 for the district. And again, that covers two years. Um, $16,000 for Howard T. Ennis that we received this year. And we've had um, minor cap payments in this last, in the month of December of $62,603. Anybody have any questions or Anyone have a clarification? Question? Before we go to the financial position, I'll read the bills. Thank you. We have two uh, payment applications. Both of them are for Georgetown Elementary, one for $2,108 and one for $2,943. We have one final application for John L. Briggs from Phillips E. Shaw for 35,757. Change orders, uh, the majority of them are negative for Georgetown Elementary, three to John L. Briggs for $1,083, one for $507, and one for $1,012. All these for Georgetown Elementary. Degley Obese, we have a credit of 1,122, Union Wholesale credit of 250, Boschman Duckett credit of $2,075, Wilson Masonry 789, Wilson Masonry again for 361, Wilson Masonry again 789, and Wilson Masonry again for 574 dollars. 
That concludes that. We would need a motion to uh, pay the bills. So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. financial payment yeah the next um, thing on the agenda is financial position report um, this is a report required by um, the legislature um, it is done three times a year it's basically um, estimating what funds you're going to have coming in the rest of the year so it's true balances as of December 31st and then you estimate through March 31st and then from April 1st to June 30th um, the funds that you will have coming in as well as your expenses going out um, you have to make sure you have reserves on hand to cover at least one month local <coughs> payroll so the projection for this year for June 30th um, that will have three million four hundred and one thousand dollars available one month local payroll is two million three hundred fifty dollars or three hundred fifty thousand so as you can see we just have enough to make that payroll um, the same period last year we had roughly six million dollars um, available so um, I need your approval on this report and it's required in DOE tomorrow. Does anyone have any questions? I, I just want to, for clarity, the projected balance on June 30th is 3.4 million, correct? Mm -hmm. And our payroll for that month is? For the following month. For July? Yes. Okay. 2.3. Okay. And our tax receipts come in in October? Um, well, we get some every month. We okay. get our biggest tax receipts for the year in October because the cutoff is um, September 30th. Okay. We get um, the state loads 75% of our funds July 1st. So we will have the state funds that come in July 1st and then the tax deposits for July, August, and September before we get the large deposit in October. So my question would be, will there be any gap? There may be. There may be. We are working on, uh, Mr. Steele and I talked today, we are working on um, revamping some budget items currently to save money for the end of the year. Um, so I would just comment that we probably need to be working feverishly on that plan so yes. that if there is a gap that does exist that we are planning strategically how to ensure that um, that does not snowball right so yes. I would ask that, that um, you work on that for we will okay we will. are there any other questions I would just follow up and say to the public that uh, Regardless of anything else, these numbers clearly show the need for passing of the referendum. Yes. It's, not, uh, it's not something that's made up that we need. No. Mr. Barley, I have an unrelated question. Okay, capitation rates. Interesting question raised by one of our, our speakers, okay? Mm -hmm. Looks like we have about 157,000 people in the county over 18 starting um, 2010. Okay, it's good numbers to work with because that's what's out there. What percentage of that would you say we capture at this time? Any idea? Wait, it's on our tax report. <laughs> well, I knew it was, that's why I'm asking. It's just not a number I look at every day. Hold on. Okay, the total headcount mm -hmm. right now for this year, um, based on the county's numbers, are 36,695 individuals. And that's supposed to be everybody over 18? Yes. 
Okay, because then there is kind of a hole. Because if you look at the, uh, I mean, there is. a rather large one at that. There is. At one point in a previous job, I um, talked to Sussex County about how to get those numbers, or, and um, at that time I was told that if the school district wanted to look at the records to see who was and wasn't included in that listing, that it was up to the school district to um, try to get more accurate figures on capitation. What's your estimate on the number of people it would take to do something like that? Oh, I have, I have no idea. I don't know. I guess you would get the listing from the county, mm -hmm. and then um, I don't know if, if we would try to take a census of the school district to get. The, I'm trying to think how we would even get that, that done this? information. Pardon? Do you know any district that has done this? No. No, but not all districts um, have capitation taxes. Even in Sussex County? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> Any other questions? We would need a motion to approve the uh, financial position report. So moved. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Okay, the review of the business office organization. Yeah, me again. Um, I've been in this job six months now, and uh, when I was hired, um, I was asked to take a look at um, the operations of the business office and um, see if I felt that they were running smoothly, how we could make changes. Um, and one of the things I wanted to do in your packet is a flow, um, blue and red flowchart. Um, and I just wanted to explain how FSF works when we're spending money um, so that everybody has an understanding about it. I know when the audit came out, um, there were people concerned that the superintendent wasn't approving things or the board wasn't approving things. So I just want to explain basically how it works. Um, the blue blocks are the schools, the red blocks are the district. And um, basically the financial secretaries in the schools um, decide there's a need for something. They create a requisition, and this is all in First State Financials, um, that then gets approved by the principal, and then it comes to the business office, and it is approved by um, one of the internal accountants in our office, and then it is approved by me. Um, once that approval has taken care, been taken care of, um, a purchase order is created overnight that then goes back to the school, and the school places the order. Um, when the invoice comes in, our office, one of the secretaries in our office, will process it for payment. It then needs to be approved again by the internal accountant and then again by myself. After I've approved it the final time, um, one of the secretaries in the office takes all the vouchers and reviews them to make sure everything has um, been approved. Um, it's easy to flip two things at one time and miss something. Um, after that, another secretary takes those same vouchers and files them and then a third secretary will um, verify at the end of the month that we have a copy of everything that is on our end of the month budget report. Um, so I guess I want to emphasize that um, there are a lot of checks and balances in this system. Um, it's all done online. If our office wants to process something, we can process it directly without um, going through a school. So then the whole process is done within the business office. But there still are checks and balances the whole way through um, the system. So I just wanted to assure you that it does work. It really does. Um, the other thing I have reviewed training with all my staff and have made sure or are making sure that everyone has been cross-trained 
on the different jobs in the <coughs> office. Um, one of the changes that I have input is that um, right now, if somebody's on vacation, um, other than the person making the deposits, their job kind of sits until they come back. So now we will be um, picking up and doing each other's jobs if someone's out on vacation, with the, which again provides another layer of um, oversight. Um, I have uh, talked to Dorsell Svence, who was a great help to us last summer, um, about doing financial reviews, and um, she would be willing to do that. So I just kind of wanted to give you an update on um, the office. Anybody have any questions? And I'm assured that since you've been taken over, you've made sure that the proper procedures are now being followed. Yes, yes, we really have. We met, um, we met with the auditors yesterday and um, reviewed changes that we have made. We gave them a whole list of the changes that we have um, put in place since July 1st, since I came on board. And um, they were very appreciative of the changes that we have made, um, had a few more suggestions, and we'll move forward with those. Anyone else? Anybody else have? Okay. Thank you All very right. much. Thank you. Next item is communications. Mr. Steele. Yeah, we have uh, use facilities forum, Sussex Central High School, gym, cafeteria uh, for the next generation services on the 25th and 26th. I'd recommend approval. And field one field trip request, overnight trip Indian River High School FFA on March the 8th through 10th. Um, and the Indian River competition cheer team on February the 26th to Felton, Delaware. Sunday trip by Indian River High School competitive cheer team on March 5th. And again, we would recommend those as well. So moved. Is there a second? Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? <clears throat> that is unanimous. We now come to the second public comment section. 15 minutes for anyone in the audience who wishes to make a public comment. And we've had uh, one, Robert Maloney. Thank you for the opportunity to the board. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes, sir, okay, you did. Okay, the easiest you. way to remember is always tell people your favorite lunch meat just with an M in front of it. <laughs> it's a lot simpler that way. Gentlemen, I looked at your web page. I've printed off your web page. I don't know if you can all see it concerning your referendum. Nothing, nothing relevant to the success of a student. Nothing. You're asking taxpayers for money. It's a waste. You spend so much time, and I'll read a direct quote. The unprecedented growth rate during the past just six years has made it impossible for revenues to keep up with the needs of our students. Since 2010, the enrollment has grown an average of three to four percent. Okay. In 2010, you quote you had 10,467 students at a four percent growth rate over five years. Your new number for 2022 is 17,737. I'm not counting graduation. Hopefully you have 1,000 students graduating a year. Your numbers don't, aren't adding up, okay? Let me flip over to the, whoever's gonna be, I should say you folks should change the title from superintendent to warden. You will not, I repeat, you will not convince me 
one way or the other, that's $77,000 per student for a resource officer. I don't know if you're one, sir. Okay, you're with the local Millsboro, or excuse me, Dagsboro? No, sir. Why aren't we using local police departments? $77,000. Have you figured out what that comes up to an hour for 180 school days? Have you taken the time? I'll help you. But I'm going to drop the salary to 72,000 so we can all do it in our head. Okay? 72,000 divided by 180 comes up to $400 a day. An eight hour day is $50 an hour. Any teachers in the audience, please raise your hand if you're making $50 an hour. I know there's at least four here. I know there's at least four because they are awarded presentations. That is ridiculous. Let's take it one step further. The city of Chicago, population over 5 million people. The state of Delaware, under 1 million. Under 1 million. You know what the starting salary for a police officer for the first 18 months in Chicago is? $70,000. No. You say in your report, it's on your webpage also, you want new doors, you want new windows, you want cameras, you want card readers. What for? Three years ago, you wasted $1.2 million hiring three gentlemen. 1.2 million, your own figures. You should have put that into the pockets of the teachers for educational purposes. We don't need a prison. This is a public school, not a prison. This is what you want. What you're asking for with your new doors, your push button, uh, instant response, to pay for uh, 12 more of the officers because you already have three but according to your website you have 15 in your picture now that money that you're asking for now was voted on and approved by taxpayers three years ago but this school board didn't do that you wasted the money now you want to blame one person for your financial problems. No. No. You don't even follow your own policies that you have plainly printed in your manuals. You, sir, as president of the school board, along with the rest of the board members that are sitting there, should have resigned by now. You are publicly elected officials misusing public funds it is a law you should resign i have yet from the lady that just gave the financial report other than we agreed to disagree to get numbers that add up to what you people are trying to tell us as taxpayers is the honest to god truth you lead nothing but false and misinformation. If you truly wanted this referendum to pass for the good of the students, you should have put in there for the students. We don't need armed, armed guards, or as you call them, resource officers patrolling the halls. Your numbers do not even stack up to Dover. You put in grants for more money for this security and everything else. Dover keeps turning you down because your numbers for violent crimes and everything else. I read this here and I thought to myself, what the hell? Are we sending teachers over to Sussex County or the juvenile hall to teach these students? It's a lot of wasted money.
that should be spent on our teachers to educate our students. Not to be out buying bracelets, not have to be buying, excuse me, teachers, teachers' parties. And you, sir, get on camera and make a statement. I thought it was a grant. It's public money, taxpayer dollars. It's misuse of public funds. You should all resign. Good luck. I will lead the charge to defeat this form. I'm sorry, teachers. Until they come out with a better plan to give you the money instead of them the opportunity to keep wasting it, this proposal will not fly. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else in the audience who wishes to make a public comment? Dr. Hadley, yes. I'd like to address this comment to you because you asked a question about as far as the capitation tax. I can tell you where that needs to come from. It needs to come from your census bureaus. It either needs to come from the DMV or the Department of Elections. You can find all of that out there and the district could get a nominal funding from that because they don't realize how many people that live in Sussex County at the age of 18, they don't get the capitation tax for that. $15 and you add that up per people that we have living in the Indian River School District, you can make that up. Second of all, I would like to make the comment as far as, no, not all schools in Sussex County get a capitation tax, but what they look into when they do this referendum, they look into the fact of taking that capitation tax and doing away with it. Because let me tell you, the county government would like to see that capitation tax go away because of the simple fact not all people pay it because when they find out this neighbor is renting from this person and they get a capitation tax for $15, well, do you pay it? No. Well, then I'm not going to pay it. So if you would take that $15 and put it into when you decide to do your tax rate and raise it up by that, it, it, it could go further. But there's change, and that's what needs to happen. Change needs to take place. And I'm going to leave this statement to you. Dr. Statler, I cannot thank you enough from the bottom of my heart for you standing your grounds to children with special needs. I can't thank you enough to have a voice, this microphone, I, I can use my voice, my voice is better than that. I can't thank you enough for you standing your grounds and having a backbone to see change happen. To see change happen for children that sometimes are left behind. I was one of those ones. I won't mention that person's name because she is retired from the school district. She knows who she is, and I faced her the year that I got my diploma. But I stand behind you and anyone else that protects our children that have special needs because sometimes they are left behind. Principal Kramer, from the bottom of my heart, John and Clayton has my heart and soul because that foundation was started there. I can't say enough about her, I can't say enough about you, and I cannot say enough about Christine Holmes. I've made this statement before and I'll make it again, and I'm going to make it publicly this time. Dr. Statler and I had a very, very good meeting at the uh, education, special education, and I ask any of you, if you've not attended one of her meetings, get there. Get there. Because you have parents that are speaking up, and are speaking up in milestones. And what I say about that is, and I, and I have said this vocally to a lot of people, is I commend any teacher, but it takes a special, te it takes a special teacher to have someone to deal with with special needs, and they don't get recognized enough. Because just like my daughter's teacher, she's had her for three years. Three years. She may have seven kids in her class. How's she ever going to get Teacher of the Year for the Indian River School District, or even for that school, let alone state recognition-wise? So Dr. Statler, I thank you for the teachers that have special needs, that deal with those, that they're actually, for once in this district, going to get recognized. I appreciate you. 
Is there anyone else, anyone else in the audience? You need a motion to go into executive session? So moved. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Now in executive session. Personnel agenda, need a motion for personnel agenda. So moved. Second. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Personnel addendum. Motion to approve. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Personnel contractual. Motion to approve. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. <clears throat> Student hearing 2.01. Recommendation is to rescind. The expulsion. Rescind the expulsion. Yes. So moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. So I, on student 17, 24, and 28, we move the table. Need a motion to table? Table. So, second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. Aye. In favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Mm -hmm. yeah. And for the business, come before the board and meetings adjourned. <laughs> <laughs>